हेलो वेलकम डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह देस साइड टुडे इन यूनिट ट्वेंटी इकोनॉमिक सोशल एंड कल्चरल डायमेंशंस ऑफ ग्लोबलाइजेशन वी आर गोइंग टू स्टार्ट अवर लेक्चर ऑन टॉपिक इकोनॉमिक डायमेंशंस ऑफ ग्लोबलाइजेशन we have already learned in the earlier section of this unit that globalization is a complex and multidimensional phenomena although in may, it makes an impact on all spheres of human life the economic dimension of globalization is more prominent and far reaching than any others the most important dimensions of the current pace of ec- economic globalization are the breaking down of the national economic barriers international spread of trade financial and production activities and the growing power of the transnational corporation and international financial institutions here in this section the economic dimensions of globalization will be discussed in term of liberalization and privatization free flow of trade and services which includes the origin and functioning of the wto multilateral trading system and end of the national economies foreign direct investment which includes globalization of financial market transnational integrated production and functioning of multinational and transnational companies liberalization in investment growth of global economy infrastructural development development of information and communication technologies outsourcing of services and trade related intellectual property rights trips now let us move to the topic liberalization In general liberalization refers to a relaxation of restrictions usually in areas of social and economic policy most often the term is used to refer to economic liberalization especially trade liberalization or capital market liberalization the policy is often referred to as neoliberalism A major revolution in the policy environment caused by the current pace of globalization is liberalization of economic policy which includes the freeing up of markets and reduction in the role of national governments in term of ownership and control over the production of goods and services the liberalization revolution challenges the legitimacy of many of the activities nation state governments have performed in the modern world such as the running nationalized industries trade exchange and price controls and a monopoly over infrastructure and poly- public services free market economic policies advocated by neoliberals in the western countries put into practice by margaret thatcher in britain and ronald reagan in us during the 1980s 
soon became the official policy of international financial institutions which started insisting on the deregulation of the national economies and liberalization in the trade and investment sectors as conditions for the grant of financial assistance or loan to countries the world over since the movements of economic forces in the contemporary world is beyond the control of the national governments neoliberals call for a fundamental restructuring of relations between the state and the civil society with the state maintaining a low profile in the area of economic activities which should be governed by the free play of market forces they advocated free trade which is in modern usage means trade or commerce carried on without such restrictions as import duty export bounties domestic production subsidies trade quotas or import licenses the basic argument for free trade is based on the economic theory of comparative advantage that means each region should concentrate on what it can produce more cheaply and efficiently and should exchange its products for those it is less able to produce economically in india the pace of globalization gathered momentum when the central government introduced the package of reforms at the behalf of the imf and the world bank aimed at economic liberalization in june 1991 the roots of liberalization program in india in fact may be traced to earlier periods of liberalization of trade regime in the late 1970s under the janta government initiative as well as the industrial policy reforms of the early 1980s introduced by indira gandhi and finally in the new economic policy fashioned by the rajiv gandhi government in the mid 1980s but these earlier initiatives and their implementations were rather slow compared to narsimha rao's initiative in 1991 which was more ambitious and aimed at freeing the economy from state in- intervention the reforms introduced by rao's government included short term stabilization measures encompassing devaluation of the rupees restrains on public expenditure a plan for the reduction of the fiscal deficit and removal of restrictions on the flow of foreign capital to indian markets the medium and long term structural adjustment program included a series of measures aimed at the liberalization of trade and deregulation of industry restricting the ambit of the public sector including disinvestment of equities in profit making concerns and withdrawal of subsidies for the loss making ones reforms of the financial sector and the 
टैक्स सिस्टम एंड मेजर्स टू फैसिलिटेट फॉरन कैपिटल फ्लोज द मेन फीचर्स ऑफ लिबरलाइजेशन पॉलिसी ऑफ इंडियन गवर्नमेंट्स हैव बीन जनरल रिडक्शन इन द रोल ऑफ द स्टेट इन इकोनॉमिक गवर्नेंस विड्रॉल ऑफ द स्टेट फ्रॉम सम इकोनॉमिक सेक्टर्स एंड इट्स रिप्लेसमेंट बाय द प्राइवेट सेक्टर decline in the government sector in basic and key industries banking insurance and other public sector undertakings decline in the role of state in provision of public social services like education housing and health future development through wider participation of the private sector and hence more dependence on the market for the exchange of goods here we want to close this lecture thanks for listening